Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one year host, Jordan Garcia. With me, as always, I have uh, Armando Arvizu here, Jordan. And uh, what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film well, Podcast? For those who don't know, and everyone should know by now because we're a pretty famous podcast, is uh, what we like to do is we talk about the cr- a movie from the Criterion Collection, and then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection, and then we sort of talk, argue, Make sure we figure out yeah. if it belongs there and if, if it, it goes in and out because yeah. we're a cult. And um, yeah, and today it's my episode and it's our second yeah. Halloween episode. And it's also our 51st episode. Our 51st episode. Yep. We're Isn't celebrating all the 50s. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, right? We made had, it this far. And there's still like a bunch of Criterion movies that we haven't even gotten through. We haven't even scratched the surface. We haven't. The, that's what's crazy col- to me. the collection. I thought this was going to end pretty quickly. I thought we'd get to 15 and be like, oh, there's nothing left. <laughs> but no. But we haven't even, yeah. No, there's all kinds of stuff left. And today, it's my episode. It's my Halloween episode. It's my spooky episode. And I decided to make it uh, an episode about uh, uh, demon boys and mothers. Yeah, you got some real trauma you're holding back, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. But uh, okay. I, <laughs> this is about Rosemary's Baby from Roman Polanski. And then later, I'm bringing We Need to Talk About Kevin. Yeah, but from first Lynn's Ra- from Lynn's <laughs> Lynn Ramsey from Lynn Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Lynn's. Did I say Lynn's? No, I, I was saying Lynn's. Oh, you said Lynn's. I was correcting myself. <laughs> oh, awesome! For once, <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep doing that throughout the podcast. Romans, Ro- Romans baby. Romans Polanski. <laughs> Roman Romans baby. Roman Polanski's baby. So Rosemary's baby is from 1968. It's directed by Roman Polanski. Uh, it's original. A writer is a novelist named Ira Levin. He wrote the novel Levin, Levine. I don't know. Mia Farrow. She plays Rosemary Woodhouse. John Cassavetes, the great Cassavetes, plays Guy Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. Ruth Gordon plays Minnie Castavet. Sydney Blackmere plays Roman Castavet. And Maurice Evans plays Hutch. That's like their friend that yeah. they have in there. And that, those are like the main characters. There's a lot of other people in there. Although and uh, crazy. what's that one guy's name? Uh, Charles Grodin. That, yeah, that, Charles yeah. Grodin. He yes. makes a little cameo. Yeah. He's a young, young, very young, young Charles Grodin. Young doctor. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the film, as IMDb states, again, we we don't we, we make fun of IMDb, but we still want their sponsorship. Hopefully they've tuned into the live stream. Yeah. Um, IMDb, get at us. Uh, so this is about a young couple trying for a baby, move into a fancy apartment surrounded by peculiar neighbors, which we all know. Yes. Rosemary's Baby is about much more than that. Right. It's yeah. It's about a definitely a peculiar uh, little uh, apartment complex in uh, in New York. Right. Real fan, real fancy, real dark, real and, eerie, and also has real life uh, like uh, darkness surrounding it, because yeah. it's where John Lennon got shot. It's where he lived and got shot. Oh really? Yeah. It's where. Oh, this was, is after. Yeah. It was after. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But those were the apart apartments where he. You know. Um, you know oh him, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. I mean, even going to check out this apartment, if you were a young couple, like, you know, or I don't know, you know, I would, it was really dark and scary. I, I don't know who would want to go in there or anything like, you know, like all the, all the shit that was left behind from the previous tenant who passed away. I forget her name. And she had all these herbs and plants and just like, it was really weird how she, how excited Rosemary was about this place. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it was just because it was big and it felt like it was like really, I mean, it was expensive, yeah. but it felt like it was more, I don't know, like extravagant when she, the way she kind of felt about it when you're yeah. right, it is just felt like a, like a haunted house, like this old yeah. decrepit place. And it just felt like a place where it felt really of, eerie. It made me feel uneasy. Like, yeah, the whole even, time. even their uh, room, when you first see it, the old couple's room, once yeah, you yeah. see their, the cast of room, you, you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. This whole building is just like horrible. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's really um well he has uh roman polanski has the tenant trilogy which is this uh-huh. uh, a movie called the Ten- or well it's called the apartment trilogy sorry and it's rosemary's baby it's a film called the tenant and then uh repulsion 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 which I, yeah which is on criterion yeah i'm not sure the tenant is but i know that- <clears throat> excuse me why is repulsion part of it just because the woman aspect of like going kind of like no because it just takes place in her apartment for the most part Oh, yeah, it does. I was yeah, thinking it, just, of, it took a place on a boat for some reason. No, no, no. That's Knife in the Water. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, Repulsion is that one where she just starts, like, the hands yeah, are she, popping out of the walls in the yeah, apartment yeah. and stuff like I that. Yeah, I did see that a long which time is, ago. Which is another good example of, uh, a, you know, why they... I haven't seen The Tenet, but it makes sense that those other... That Rosemary's Baby and this one are sort of connected in a way because it does really feel like 
you know, the, the, the apartment is what's the scary part of it. There's nothing else really. I mean, obviously, the old crazy white devil worshippers are scary. It's people in the, yeah, it's like. A, but it's the people that are surrounding that area. So it's, it's like the history and it. it's sort of like the Ghostbusters tower. Yeah, does Zool live in, <laughs> under this apartment? That's what I was going to say right now. It just yeah, it was reminding like, me of like, you know, like it's like a, like the sacred ground or like satanic ground, I guess. I don't know what the right phrasing is for it or whatever but yeah yeah pretty much i mean basically like it's just where like uh like basically like in ghostbusters some satanic scientists did a bunch of crazy stuff there yeah. and it just became a hotbed for satan mm-hmm. the devil loves to hang out in that apartment and it's a nice place for him to hang out with at because it looks great for him you know yeah. it's got a style they even have uh you know even to, you know not to jump too far ahead but they even have great like devil baby um like carriages or the little like a uh, that little black veiled Thing that they yeah. have the baby in at the end you know where do they get that that's you know? pretty much uh cat von d's like whole aesthetic for well, now baby. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone would have that but back yeah. then you know what i mean like they wouldn't have just anything like that yeah, yeah now you can just get that at a hot topic of course yeah. but that's why the devil's dead he doesn't exist anymore yeah, back then no back then you had a reason to be scared at someone like who went to hot topic yeah. you know now, now who cares yeah. you know i guess but you had to be scared of satan worshipers but i, I don't know well, I guess, yeah, that's the thing, is that most Satan worshipers seem like they are just, um, I don't know, just really privileged people who just are bored, and they travel around the world and just kill people and kill babies and, and harass women, which is <laughs> which is pretty much what Rosemary's Baby is actually about, right? It's just uh-huh. about, it's about, like, I mean, it's about women's rights, which is kind of crazy that it's made by Roman Polanski, because he also, I mean, he, he adapted the screenplay. <laughs> I mean, it is, right? Because it's just yeah. like, you know, she can't... Um, she can't do anything. Her husband, whose name is Guy, by the way, because all he's just guys, a guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just a he's guy. a guy. All guys do is tell you what to do. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What it like? Yeah. Like, like he like makes fun of her haircut. Like he's just like a kind of a piece of shit. He's never. Well, yeah. Really... The whole time he just like he is like he's totally disregarding everything she wants. Like even when she's reading that book that Hutch gave her, uh, all all of them are witches. Or whatever. Oh like, yeah. He's like, like you don't read that. Like and he just takes it away from her. Like, and he throws like, it away. Yeah. And it's like, like it literally is some guy, like a friend died and gave that to her, like yeah. left that to her, like with notes in it and stuff. And he just yeah. like threw it away. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't care. I wasn't thinking about it. Well, Hutch gave that to me. He's like, oh, I wasn't thinking about that. He's like, oh yeah, of course you weren't. Typical guy. But like even that, even later in the film when you find out kind of like, I don't know, spoilers for Rosemary's Baby. Of course. Always. Okay. We always do spoilers. Okay. So she gives birth to the devil's son. You yeah. Know? She's pretty, it's pretty much uh, Kevin's origin story. Yeah, yeah, and then, but when um, when um, guy is like telling her, is like, oh, we're we're, get, we're gonna get like so many ben- benefits from this and like reap like all these rewards. But honestly, the only reward that I saw was, you know, that um, guy got that part in the play. And you know? well, you know, he said he was continuing to get like success as well. Remember at one point he's like, oh, Universal. And, oh yeah, and, Paramount. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, but yeah, he's only getting. I don't, like, but for what how is long, getting? right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Until they, he goes blind. Exactly. Yeah. What is she getting? You know, and like all she's doing is listening to these doctors who are not doing anything for well, her. Well, they're or, grooming like, her for to give birth to this uh, to yeah, devil child. You know. Yeah, and there's no like there. She has no say in anything. She's in pain, and none of she's them just give a, a vessel, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, nobody gives a shit. No, not her husband. Not her neighbors, not these, not anybody, you know? It's only, like, her real friends who aren't even, like, involved in anything, you know? They're not, they're not entertainers. Well, yeah, they try to, well, they try to keep her away from her friends. Like, don't, don't talk to your friends, don't buy books, like, on pregnancy, don't do, like, don't listen to anybody, like, just do this, you know, just, you know, and all it does is worry you, you know, what the doctor says, you know? And so what is that? So that's what I mean, like, you should always worry, but not too much, but you can't just especially like it's just like women like it's crazy like you have to like listen to your doctors and you pretty much have to like you know when you have a baby you pretty much just have to trust everything else you know what i mean you have to trust mostly male doctors you have to trust you know your male husband you have to trust all these male written things books and everything that probably mostly aren't well maybe some of them are i don't know but you know it just seems like a very like a male dominated thing where it's just like oh yeah like can i just have my baby in like the way that i want to like no no you can't Yeah. yeah you gotta drink this you got to do this. You got to like be in pain. You got to lose all this weight. And some great makeup work, great acting from Mia Farrow in this part. Um, Robert Evans, uh, the producer we were talking about earlier, he actually told her, he's like, oh, you got to take this part because this is because Frank Sinatra was like, you can't do this part. Mm-hmm. You can't do nothing about no oh, devil. Oh, Blue Eyes was telling her another man, <laughs> telling Again, her what to do. Another man telling yeah. her what to do. And he's like, no, I don't like the devil. You can't do that. That's not nice. Yeah. 
And that, and after he was, just, she was just like, no, I'm gonna do it. And because Robert Evans was like, oh, you're gonna win an Oscar, like Did you know she? what I mean? No, she, I don't even think she got nominated. Just Ruth uh-huh. Gordon won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, which oh, really? of course she deserves because she's mm-hmm. fantastic in this. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, I don't know. I was gonna say something kind of uh, a hot take about uh, Mia Farrow's acting. Oh, okay. But maybe it's just me being like annoyed by her the whole time. <laughs> oh my god. Another man annoyed by a woman. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I was like only Woody Allen can get a good performance out of Mia Farrow. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I, I you know, look, I but mean, it's just she, like does, it's just, does she deserve an Oscar? I wouldn't say that. Um I was just kind of saying that as a backstory. Yeah, it's just but I like, think yeah, she's really good perspective, for yeah. for the film, you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, 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 yeah, but I wouldn't say that's a hot take. I don't think a lot of people really think of her this performance as like a I mean, it's just, I don't know, I, I think it's just one of those things, too, when I see And of course these... you're defending Woody Allen. <laughs> I'm a Woody Allen sy- sympathizer, I'm Jeez. sorry. <laughs> this is live. I know. And I'm... Woody Allen's here, right? Woody Allen's going to hit us up. Yeah, good. Yeah. Put me in your next film, Woody. <laughs> will. Uh, whatever will. it takes. <laughs> he will. Anyway, but, uh, no, I, I, think it, I think it's just, like, you know, how, like, I think it's just, like, how she's always such like like in this kind of like a crisis mode you know like and that's that's just hard to watch i think you know it's just like it's something you know like it's just it's not her performance it's like you know me personally seeing that and on screen and it's really like you know like not that it hits home but it's just like it's hard to watch that you know like it's hard to like you know really watch this woman like go through all this because you just feel not you feel yes you feel bad for her but you also just feel like like why are you doing like why are you listening to all these people why are you doing this like get out of there like you know like it's like this you know it's a it's the horror film where it's like don't Typical go man don't run up the stairs go out the front door th- kind of thing you know sure just, sure like, yeah but but, but again, she's just so like you know like everything everyone is always like crowding her and like making her feel like so like you know really um uh, you know, like almost claustrophobic, you know, like right, and also that she has to sort of say yes to those things. Yeah. Like, there's sort of no way out to not, you know what I mean? Like, you know, she can't even, you know, that's why I, you know, I, I really love that uh, portrayal of Satanists. That they're these old, kind of just sort of very like uh, nosy out, like, people, <laughs> like nosy, vibrant old people yeah. that are just like you know, because you, you're not gonna take no for an answer from them. They're just gonna like get into your lives, yeah, and they're just gonna like pop into your door and be like, oh, like oh, and like how much was that that you? How much you pay for that? Yeah, oh, they're like, gonna you know? be like how like uh, you know, like you you feel like sympathy for them because they're old, so you yes. kind of so they use that to their advantage. Yeah, know? so it's just Especially. like oh, they're just sweet old people. Like yeah. I, I guess I'll just like you know entertain yeah. that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it's just like you know you always have that like uh, you know some like older person in your family who everyone's like oh just that's just the way they're gonna be yeah so don't the way like, they know. are they're not gonna change like yeah, yeah so just like let them be like that yeah. <laughs> you know but, but not in this case because they know exactly what they're doing yeah know? it's like an act it's it's totally an yeah. act and, and yeah you can see like her sin how how much more sinister she is when it's like those scenes when the those dream sequences i mean fucking a those are like really yeah. um like I, I those are like my favorite that's probably my favorite thing about this film because they feel so like real and like you said those are like hard to watch because mm. they just feel so like oh like that's how a dream is damn you know what those reminded me of uh, is when we watched the scorsese shorts and he had those surreal moments in uh i forget which one of the shorts it was where he oh, kind of had those like uh-huh. dream sequences where I like i was in an apartment and then you yeah, know where she's like, like ends floating up naked on the and stuff. bed and yeah. like stuff like that like that really reminded me like i'm sure he's i mean obviously Scorsese saw that maybe and kind of like you know got some inspiration from Rosemary's Baby. Oh know? yeah, yeah, you know? of course. Like yeah, on the yeah. surrealness, like mm-hmm. inner dreams, like that was really cool. That was something I kind of forgot about uh, rewatching Rosemary's Baby. Um, I didn't really remember the dreams. I just kind of remember like the you know like the you don't even see the guy's hooves or whatever or the devil's hooves or like stuff like that. You just kind of see his like weird face and his like hand like yeah and his, his, weird, his like, claws yeah, yeah. like I I could have sworn like. There was hooves on the baby, or like hooves on the on the devil. Like you saw him, like kind of like, you know, like walk away or something. But, but that was just like my imagination. You know, it was uh-huh. kind of like you know, like I was I was putting in stuff that wasn't happening. You know, like when they, when you when you see something that's more violent than it really is. You know, when they cut away and you just like seeing like reactions, so your mind is like putting like right. You, you sort know, of yeah, your imagination expanded. It is yeah. inserting other like scenes in it, or like, which is imagine, the power of that of of, of keeping it. 
with actually not really showing you yeah the, the full you know like some full demon yeah or the then, baby like you know or, or the baby either yeah. Like you, she's just like you know her saying like oh what's wrong with it what what's wrong but with it but the lady does know. the lady does mention hooves or whatever, I think uh, when when she's like seeing like when she's looking at the baby like oh you haven't seen its hand like it because she just sees his eyes oh, oh okay and, you know and uh-huh. she's yeah, like yeah. oh you haven't even seen his hooves like you know that's right yeah that and that's that's um that's great like all you know what i mean like just telling you that like that's way way better than if we would have saw something like that yeah because we already didn't really see satan you know we didn't see the devil yeah we just saw like you said we saw like the eyes his face like his weird like yeah it's like boils and stuff like yeah that. and then like you said i i honestly thought that we saw <laughs> i honestly thought that we saw satan's ass <laughs> but that might be this is the end i thought I you were gonna say something else but yeah no no not that I, I don't think it was like i never remember that but i do I, for some reason i remember seeing like a satan ass like kind of like you know just a quick view of it yeah. like you know climbing on top of her or whatever mm-hmm. like but so like it's that same thing like it my, my our imaginations well yeah. mine went to a kind of different place yeah but it, but i really do kind of remember that like mm-hmm. i do remember seeing like i'm just been like oh my god this is uncomfortable mm-hmm. like you know yeah it is uncomfortable that whole scene is uncomfortable because yeah it's really know, because she's getting raped you know like and also she's not fully like asleep she's like awake it's not like a dream like you know and most of the other stuff where she was like literally like they were dreams you Mm -hmm. know but it was sort of like a mix of that it was like she was hearing what they were doing next door and just kind of seeing like her past of like when she was young drug induced sort of too like it it still was yeah like the hallucinations and stuff you know so that that was like another crazy part to it like i don't know yeah yeah but it yeah so when when that happens that that uncomfortable scene with the devil and stuff like that because mm-hmm. she's fully awake because she didn't eat the actual uh the mouse as she calls it not yeah. the moose but she didn't like finish the whole thing yeah she only ate some of it so yeah like, she pretended yeah. to <clears throat> excuse me and so she's like she like you know like she even says she's like oh as long as she, he's like oh the uh, john cassavetti's like oh he's she's awake like she can see us yeah. she's like oh no, no no like it's fine as long as she ate all the the mouse she's good but she yeah, didn't so she didn't, yeah. that makes it even like more terrifying yeah. like you're just like watching that and like you're just like all uncomfortable and you're just like oh my god like and then again the way that it's filmed like if, if you know because you could have done like some horrible like you know gasper noe like you know irreversible kind of thing yeah show way too much yeah, yeah show way too much get too much into it and just really just be horrible with it but mm-hmm. the fact that it just short shows those little kind of things in her like kind of flashing forward seeing them all naked around her and stuff like that mm-hmm. like that's just even more terrifying yeah. like the fact that and that guy's and the, the old neighbors like painting her body and stuff like that i mean it's just that was just sort of like oh my god like it just literally is like a, a metaphor for like society and like again you know i'm i'm not a woman but you know it's just like literally like women are just like helpless and it's just they're just like surrounded by people who don't want to help them and mm-hmm. they just pretend to and they're just like they're literally constantly just like violating them at any corner they can medically physically you know like yeah. just like personally like you know like mentally just like any way they can you know what I mean? Like, literally, like, she gets a haircut, and he's just like, oh, you're, like, that haircut's stupid. Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? It's just- I didn't get it when she kept on calling it Videl Sassoon. Oh, I, I don't know. It was, like it was a- probably, like, a like a thing at that time. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what it, I, I don't, I think they might have gotten mad that she got it for real. I think she might have, like, just gotten it without, you know what I mean? Without uh-huh. telling them. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I might be making this up, but oh, just like a man. I mean, it's <laughs> it's probably being said in the documentary behind yeah, us, but yeah. there, there's a bunch of like really cool. But I mean, that's a. I mean, that that she's wearing a wig, like right, like that doesn't even look like. You're probably right, but anyway. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. You I know? think that was just her look. Yeah, it probably was just her look. Anyway, uh, my point was, it, it just crazy that you know it's just you know it's it's a you know this Rosemary's baby and. Yeah. It's really not about the baby. It's about Rosemary, and how uh, John Cassavetes, who, which is this, is like such a really kind of great role for him. Because if anyone knows John Cassavetes, he's a indie director, um, especially back in that time. Who he did not like this movie. He thought it was stupid. Um, he, I could he, tell in his performance. He doesn't make movies that where there's like uh, you know like fantastical things. Mm-hmm. He's very like gritty. He makes he makes videos about like real people. You know what I mean? Like real yeah. things, real relationships and stuff like that. So to him to play like an actor who would sell his soul, mm-hmm. it is kind of crazy because he literally only took this role to get money to make 
I can't remember which one of his movies, but he, you know, it's sort of, it's not completely the same thing, but he still sort of sold, he didn't sell a soul, but you know what I mean? It, it just sort of like, mm-hmm. it, it kind of has these weird, to me, like, you know, in the way like how a Birdman has those weird, like Michael Keaton, like mm-hmm. connection things where it's like, there's this real life thing to it that kind of, and, you know, John Cassavetes, the the devil worshiper people, their last names is Cassavet, it's close to Cassavetes. Yeah, you know, there's like things weird. like that like, that are just... <laughs> I don't know if he I mean, sold his soul. Like, I mean, the way he's like, acting in this film is just like, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck, or he's just like, just playing a jerk the whole time, you know? Like, yeah, and that that was kind of the thing that he had like problems with Roman Polanski the whole time. Like, yeah. he was just like, but the things you want me to do are not real. That's not how a real person would act. So I think that's why he really just was like, well, I'll just be yeah. no, I won't be a person then. Yeah, I'll just be a guy, you know? Yeah, and and he does good at it though. I mean, he's really good at just being that, you know. I mean, it's not like his greatest performance or anything, because yeah. he does. He's like way better in like the Dirty Dozen, and then anything he directs, he's great in mm-hmm. and acts in. But this, I feel like he does. It, it just sort of, if you know, if you have that sort of history of who he is, it also just adds that to it while you're watching it. You're yeah. like, oh my god, like you're like John Cassavetes is just so, he sold his soul. To Roman Polanski. Just a guy just reading the paper. You know? Yeah, in case you guys don't know who he is, he's yeah. he's a handsome guy. He was a young rebel, didn't give a shit, always just put a uh what is what do you do? What what do you, what do you put a like lean on your house? What is it called when you just take out money from your house? A loan. You put a loan out, he put or a bunch refinanced of, it, I don't he know. He refinanced. Whatever. There you go, yeah. stuff like that. He used to refinance his house for like I think for every single one of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> so he was an artiste. R.I.P. Huh. John Cassavetes. Anyway, Mondo, should but we get into last thoughts? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, well, let's get into Polanski for a oh, minute okay. before okay. we go into last thoughts, I guess. Sure. You know? I'm that live stream wants to see you it. Know, they like, want to hear it. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about Polanski? What do you think? Like, uh, like as a director, as a not as a person. We'll forget about that right now. Oh, of for, course. For, I mean, yeah. I mean, as a person, of, you know. who gives a shit? Um, as a director, though, I think. I mean, I, honestly, he's. Um, Rosemary's Baby is one of my favorite films. Like, I mean, I would put it probably put it in like top five. I don't think I've said this a bunch, so I'm gonna say it. It's a masterpiece. I'm not gonna. I don't think mm. we, I've said that a bunch, right? I haven't no, been saying that no, a lot. No, no, not at okay. all. Okay, because I don't want to just throw that word around. Yeah, but it, but it really is in my opinion because um, I, I think Roman Polanski is able because of the fact. And again, I'm not gonna talk about anything, but when he was a kid, um, to, like personal stuff. But, you know, the fact that he went, you know, his uh, parents died in the Holocaust yeah. and he, like, escaped Nazi Germany as, He's like, a little kid. He's a Holocaust survivor. He's a Holocaust survivor. He, like, literally had to run away from, like, Nazis and live with all, you know, live mm-hmm. all these people and, like, run away. From, like, you know, he was, like, an orphan. Mm-hmm. All, all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, you know, and you also know that he, you know, fell in love with Sharon Tate, you know, and had all that tragedy that happened to him with that. But he, like, was in love with her and stuff for real and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And they were going to have a kid. I feel like he is able to, um, you know, I, I think this happened before this, obviously, but yeah. I think he is just able to really make a film that feels like, oh, like it feels very foreboding and scary. You have the mm-hmm. opening of this, right? It's yeah. just showing like the city. It's like, you know, it, it's literally just like Satan just looking around trying to find its building where it should like, you know, mm-hmm. where it should do its evil deeds. And then it goes to the building. You have that like, la, 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 like that weird yeah. lullaby is it, thing. Is, a, is that Mia Farrow too? It is. Yeah, la, yeah. La, la, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, and and it's just like this weird foreboding feeling, but at the same time, he's able to still yeah, capture. Yeah, Frank Sinatra like, wrote the lyrics to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you're still able to like find like a, like a sweetness in a lot of the scenes, right? Between yeah. like her and and John Cassavetes, and you know, in the times when they're happy and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's and, and there's like comedy in there with the way that um you know Ruth Gordon is and and the other older people. Like there's like little. It's it's very funny. It's very scary. Yeah. But it's funny. And so he still has like a sense of humor. He still has a sense of like hope. Mm-hmm. But it is even the end of this is just like, well, hey, like, yeah, I know you could, went through all this stuff and, and, and all that. And you pretty much were just basically assaulted by everyone in your life. But, you know, I, I don't know. There's like that ray of hope of like this is your child and you can be a mother to this child. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it, that- it's, it's still like a darkness, but a sweetness there. And, and that's what I think. And then also his directness, just his direction it just really, it still has a horror aspect, like, all the time. You know, he's because he, that's where he kind of comes from. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, the whole time, like, I mean, from the beginning, like, them just looking at the apartment and going through the hallway and the elevator and stuff like that is just, you know, like, it 
gives yeah, you and the thing doesn't give it, you don't feel comfortable like at all like i don't like i don't know how she feels so comfortable like immediately kind of like right john cassavetes yeah. is just like yeah this is dingy like uh let's get a new place doll like you know like yeah. <laughs> he's like a rat pack guy almost you know like yeah and he's just like always just like sitting too close to the tv <laughs> <laughs> that's how, how that's how close you sat to the tv back then cause yeah you had because it was probably like as big as the pumpkin yeah yeah but you know like yeah i mean i like his direction a lot too especially i mean like i mean obviously i'm not saying anything new but i mean chinatown is like great it looks beautiful like you know like especially towards the end of this film like i really feel like yeah, all the know, stuff like, he has in Criterion is yeah, great too. It, like yeah. I really feel like it was like I don't know he was like directing more or something was happening like something different was happening you know like bef- like uh, before like all the like towards the end of the stuff like where she's kind of like you know leaving and trying to find uh, Doctor Hill and stuff and like getting like taken away and like where there's that really great scene where she's in the phone booth you know and she thinks. Uh, that one uh yeah she thinks dr her, abraham yeah is the right same as doctor yeah he's yeah. right there and like oh yeah shit, that is like, a really like you know? kind of frightening scene yeah because yeah. i got just, scared i was like no i was yeah. like oh how are you gonna get out of a phone yeah. booth yeah you i know? just felt that you know like and it's just like some guy like standing way too close to the phone booth and like let me let, let me get out of here like you know it's like like some guy would yeah <laughs> you know like those were really like great scenes and like uh you know like really showed the tension and like you know the suspense of of uh you know the film and like and the directing you know like what Roman Plansky was bringing to the film you know like like it and also too I was like really realizing how much like he doesn't really do like close-ups kind of like it was almost shot like a play like sometimes especially when they're in the apartment you know like it doesn't well, really go close on their face and like it's just like showing them like in the space you know I mean that, all, that is know? true but he does do a lot of close-ups like on objects like he really like yeah. focuses on certain objects well, yeah, like to keep your attention to yeah, certain things especially you know, when she's like when she gets the knife at the end, you know, and she's yeah. walking through the house and like stuff like that. That's and where, so it like, makes you think you that feel like, like because you know. when you see the knife and it's so focused on that, you're like, oh, she's gonna use it, and she never does. Yeah, you know. So it's just it it is one of those things where he. And knows then another that. funny part with like you know where how you're saying with the humor and stuff is when she drops the knife in uh uh the Cassavet's apartment. You know, and the lady picks oh. it up and tries to rub off the like scratch like on the yeah. hardwood floor. Yeah, you know, she like, like doesn't like the carpet. Yeah, it's just up like it's yeah. just like yeah, that's like a funny like you know like way to break up the scene kind of and like you know kind of to sort of laugh at, but like it's just like a weird thing yet that someone would probably do. You know, yeah, no, there's like a bunch of great things that like happen where they do that to like kind of make up for that where you're just you know you're 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 you're, you're in that tension. I'm just like, oh my god! Like, what's gonna happen? And you're just, and instead of just making it explode in like a bat, it's like a comedic yeah. way. And so that way, when she screams all crazy when she sees the baby, you know what I mean? He has these little like little moments where you yeah. think it's gonna be that big reveal, but no, it's just mm-hmm. the knife drops, you know, or like yeah. little thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just little things. All right. Last thoughts, Mondo. Give me yours. Uh, You've seen this a bunch, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I mean. I've seen this a bunch of times like I mean Rosemary's Baby is a classic it's not like anything you know we don't have any really hot takes on Rosemary's Baby unless that it's fucking good you know it still holds up to this day you know yeah it's like, a, yeah yeah exactly. it's a little bit like of a slow burn sort of you know like it takes I mean just like you know yeah, it's not really like, big it's not happens, jump scare like, city you know, it's not you know what I mean like there's you're not, not like huge moments like you know it's just kind of like uh, really just a character piece you know like yeah it's not crazy gory crazy like blood everywhere all the time you know what I mean it's just there, it like, really is no is, blood right well I mean you know there there's um, uh, when she's uh, that's that, just red paint or is it blood no when the when the lady jumps out the window when they see oh, her oh yeah yeah that's, I mean little things like that yeah. is what I'm saying like you know when she yeah. gets scratched and stuff like that yeah. um, oh, that devil. was we- oh that was weird he's like yeah I was feeling necrophilia <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> like he's, all, he's all don't worry I cut my nails it's like whoa bro uh, what like, the that's hell? crazy like, that's in, like what yeah, all, that, all that, all that was, yeah. See, yeah, that made me feel really sick. I was like, oh, it, yes, and also it was like one of those things where again, it's just like how, you know, how powerless must you be, like to that life where you're just like, well, damn. I mean, yeah. I guess I can't just divorce my husband because of that. No, you absolutely should. <laughs> Please divorce your <laughs> husbands if man. they do yeah. some shit like that because he it like means... gave you to Satan for Christ's sakes for his career, and yeah. he literally roofied you to do it. Yeah, like you know what I mean. He's like, eat it. You're gonna <laughs> not only did he roofie you so that you can pass out, so that Satan can do whatever he's gonna do to you, yeah. but he got naked around a bunch of older people, your neighbors, <laughs> for no reason, just to watch that happen. Yeah. Like that's yeah, that's 
worth that's mm-hmm. awful like they just don't let ladies let them go <laughs> yeah i mean i mean if you haven't obviously if you haven't seen rosemary's baby see it i mean like there's nothing else i can really say about what's your score, rosemary. You score? uh i'll give it uh i don't know uh, i'm gonna get four towel closets okay four towel closets All she right. had way too many towels in that closet in that last <laughs> damn that's like a really and it's only like two people living in that do you watch a lot of like home furnishing like shows like reality shows no. oh i don't know it just seems like you would you're upset about towel closets. <laughs> I'm, that was a lot of towel like how many like how many towels do you need you need a lot that way you don't have to wash them all the time <laughs> <laughs> you guys you listen, go that anyone listening basement. and watching you guys know you need a lot of towels so you don't yeah. have to wash all the time <laughs> say it with me my last thoughts on Rosemary's Baby is that it's a masterpiece. You guys heard me say that earlier. I don't use that word a lot. Maybe I do, but not recently. And also, it is just, when I when I first saw it, I was like, oh yeah, I guess this is like a really cool slow burn uh, devil movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But as I kept watching it, not, not this last time, but all the times that I've watched it before this because I own it and I watch it all the time, is I was just like, oh yeah, like this is like really Roman Polanski. And, you know, he's really not the guy who I guess we can say has these values, but it is very much a, um, you know, I don't know. Like, it's it's like, a, hey, like, uh, let's stop treating women this way. Let's stop treating women like this. Like, let's not let them have a voice, like, you know, or else they're just going to give birth to Satan, I guess. Something like that. I don't really know what the message is, but I know that it, it, it just, it, it's more than, more um than a b horror story or something like you know what i mean like it's just more than what it is and i haven't read the book but i've heard that this kind of elevates it there's a, a sequel right is there yeah, is I, I think there is i want to say rosemary's teenager yeah is it i really? think so i want to say yeah uh, to the book you know <laughs> oh okay what is the book the book's not called rosemary's baby is it i don't know i don't think so but anyway this is a straight up five star uh you know hail satan you know god is dead you know this is that this is literally a five-star movie for me this is one of my favorite films of all time if you guys have not seen it you guys are crazy you guys need to see it especially this halloween season it's it's so it's definitely every mother should see this um every person dealing with any kind of horrible uh relationship should watch this so that it tells you to get out of it but uh yeah that's rosemary's baby Rosemary's Baby has it was on the Criterion Collection, but Paramount took it, right? It's Paramount. It's Paramount. Yeah. They took it, and now it is out of print. So if you didn't get it, um, if you weren't able to get the DVD or the Blu-ray that they had, you're asked out. Yeah. I have the DVD. I should got the Blu-ray. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. So think about that. There's a favorite movie of yours that's on the Criterion Collection that you mm-hmm. need that physical copy of, and if you don't get it soon, it's gonna get out of go out of print. And you're gonna be screwed. So, yeah. So, yeah. I would say, listen to me. I think I know. I am in the Criterion cult. So, go out and get something. Pay, pay, buy it. Use uh, promo code. Uh, we don't have one. And um, you know, let them know. Let it, let them know the Criterion cult sent you. Tell Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Jordan, why do we need to talk about Kevin? Well, we need to talk about Kevin uh, because it's a 2001 film directed 11. by 2000. Sorry, 2011 film directed by Lynn Ramsey. Uh, it was also originally a book. The novelist was uh, I'm sorry, it was a novel, and the writer was Lionel Shriver, I believe. And uh, so it was also you know adapted by Lynn Ramsey and Rory Stewart Kinnear. I don't know if that's Greg Kinnear's son or something. It might not be. He might be British, but I'm, I don't want to put that out there. Yeah. But Greg Kinnear might have a kid we don't know about. <laughs> Think about he that. He might be in this film. You don't know. No, yeah. he's the writer. Oh, okay. He's one of the writers. You might have wrote this film. Kinnear, you got a really talented son. Find him. Actually give a shit for once. <laughs> um, uh, Tilda Swinton is in this film, and she plays Eva, and their last name is Kachadorian, which is a crazy last name. Yeah. Uh, John C. Riley is also in this. He plays Franklin, the husband. Ezra Miller, who's, as who you know most of you Cretans might know as the Flash, he plays Kevin when he's a teen. Yeah. Uh, Jasper Newell plays Kevin when he's about six to eight years old, and Rock Dewar, Deer, 
plays Kevin when he's pretty much a toddler. Mm. And then shout out to Ashley Gurasamovich, who plays Celia, who the little sister. And so uh, what we need to talk about Kevin is about, uh, according to IMDb, again, sponsor us. Kevin's mother struggles to love her strange child, despite the increasingly dangerous things he says and does as he grows up. But Kevin is just getting started. Again, that's another horrible example of how that I have no idea what you just said about this film. Yeah, that doesn't... Exactly. So what this is about is a young mother uh, finds love with a young old John C. Riley. <laughs> they put a beanie on him in the Led Zeppelin shirt and they expected me to think that he was younger. Yeah. I, you know, it's fine. I love John C. Riley. He's a great actor. Um, but, okay. He just never looked young. He, yeah, he's never, well, yeah. No, he never, even like in Heart 8 and like yeah. the Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. stuff, he, he still always look looked young. old. Even in Boogie Nights, I was like, what is this old guy doing? The, he's in, um, uh, what's that? Damn it. Uh, Days of Thunder. With Tom oh, Cruise. that's right. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And he still that. doesn't look young. <laughs> yeah, he really that hasn't was like, ever you know, looked young. Like really so, early nineties, you know. And you can make Tilda Swinton look young, but you just give her a long wig, like long, you know, her hair's long. That's yeah. how they made her look young, just giving her that kind of wig. When they're like, you know, it shows them like frolicking around oh, in the yeah, city yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so she meets John C. Riley. She's young. She's a free spirit. She literally just travels around the world because uh, she, I guess she like writes books for it or something. I, I don't know if she just did it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't really get that. It doesn't really go into that, which is what I love about Lynn Ramsey. She doesn't need to give you everything. She likes yeah. to give you little bites. But anyway, so she, you know, she meets John C. Riley. They have a kid. Um, she's not really, and you can kind of tell, she doesn't really want the kid. She doesn't really, not want the kid, but she's not ready to have a child yet. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, the, the child sort of doesn't really take... I feel like, you know, maybe the child felt that in the womb or something like that. And so it didn't. It doesn't really take to her when it when, yeah. when he's born. Like, ever since this child was a baby, it just screams every time she's near it. Like, you know, and she shows a lot of contempt for it. You know what I'm saying? At least from what we see. And so eventually this child grows up and he becomes, you know, in a sense, a school shooter. He, he takes his bow and arrow, which, you know, and goes to school and he shoots a bunch of people with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it kind of shows this film is about the aftermath and leading up to that. It, it goes back and forth. Yeah, you don't know where what what happened or, like, what's going on, kind of. Or right, it kind of slowly builds up this, to that. Why she's in this place, like, which... Right, because... Um, you, uh, Tilda Swinton's character. Yeah. yeah, you see that she is being sort of, like, kind of harassed and, and just, you know, people are throwing red paint on her, which, you know, let me just say right off the bat, we need to talk about Kevin uh, belongs in the Criterion Collection because of its use of red. Right, so he's she's seeing red again, right? Well, no, well, so there's like it's just basically red is the is the reminder of the violence. It's going to be the reminder there all the time, right? Like anytime there's red, it's like the violence that your son caused. Like this is what's there. And one time it brought happiness, right? Red. Yes, at one time exactly because that's the whole beginning scene. Yeah, where where she's she's in France and they're like yeah, and she's doing smashing tomatoes and stuff like that, like a tomato fight festival or something. Yeah, I don't know what those French weirdos do. The famous France tomato fight festival. (laughs) It happens every year. (laughs) The the attack of the killer French tomato fight (laughs) festival, which it literally happens every year. Um, And Tilda Swinton goes to it. She just went to it on her own, and it wasn't even part of the script. She just did it, and they filmed her. And she was just all red with tomatoes, so it was a sense of happiness. That's what it starts off. Yeah, as. this like weird, like uh, almost euphoria she's feeling. Yes. like it's like a freeness. Like, she's you know, free. Like, yeah. yeah, and then obviously red throughout the film, like her like place that she lives in is like she's trying to like, you know, like scrape it all off, like get all the yeah, grit throw and red dirt paint. off her. You but know? but also you know, there's this great scene where she's in the supermarket. You know, after the whole incident has happened and she sees and she's going down the supermarket aisle and there's really no red. It's all blue, the the whole aisle. And she sees someone turn down the aisle and it's a mother that obviously, you know, you you have to figure it out that it's a mother that was, you know, had a a kid, a child murdered uh, by her son. So she literally just leaves her cart there, turns the corner and like hides behind you know and what you see behind her is just a bunch of red campbell soups it's like you know what i mean oh yeah it's just she's never yeah yeah, there's she can't outrun it even Mm -hmm. if she turns that corner that red and that violence is still there like you know what i mean it's just there and not a lot of directors would do that not you know a lesser director would literally they wouldn't even think of that they would not think to have that that color coding in those scenes to represent that you know obviously they would just have them like deal with some like awkward 
you know, like confrontation or they, well, they would they would turn a corner and hide, but there would be no sense of that uh, that color. There would be no red behind them. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's what Lynn Ramsey, who if you've seen You Were Never Really Here, um, not, not you, but, you know, viewers, listeners, um, then you would know that she doesn't really give you everything, you know, like she doesn't spoon feed you like the story. Mm-hmm. She gives you little cuts and flashbacks, flashbacks and little... You know, she color codes things. She makes things uh, sort of more so like metaphor than they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then they are just a straightforward thing, right? Because, I mean, even there's just like so much red in everything. The ball that he plays with, like everything. You know, he shoots like uh, red paint all over her room. You know what I mean? Is it red? Uh, yeah, I it's, guess. It's red and black. But, I mean, there's okay. there's always red. Red always yeah. like kind of dominates. All his shirts have like red spots all over them mm-hmm. all the time. You know, like the designs of them yeah. are always red in some way. You know, it's just, I, I don't know. I would just say that if somebody were to adapt this um, this particular, you know, story, they might focus more so on, well, you know, let's worry about, like, let's show. And they do show, you know, uh, scenes of Kevin being a, a menace as he's a child. I mean, he's a goddamn menace in this movie. Um, as any as any most yeah he's like way too smart for his own good way like too smart he's, he's got way too much uh, awareness like, of what you know you yeah know, he what's knows going on. he's like and what's gonna hurt somebody mom, yeah know? like he like you know you could just tell in his and whenever his voice is when he like when uh john c Riley comes in you know like it's a total like turn you know but it sounds so like fake and contrived you know because he was just being like this total shit to his mom like right before or like you know and there's this like also this weird scene where like when he gets sick when he's like younger and like he kind of takes to his mom because she like nurtures him yeah kinda it, finally you know it was like, sort of like a phantom thread thing yeah where you know you can only like you know how like down if you've never seen phantom thread dandy lewis can only be in love with the the woman is when they're like when she when she's poisoning him and they're yeah, taking take care, care of each of other him, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and like, you know, like once he's like once he's out of it, like once he's not sick anymore, he's just he's back to the same old Kevin where he's being a little shit to his mom and stuff. But like, I don't know, this is like I I understand like the filmmaking aspect of this whole film, but this is like a really I don't know. Is this a hard film to watch for you? Like, it's not an easy watch at all. Like, okay. To, to me, at least. Well, yeah. I, OK. I, can I say it's an easy watch? No, that that would be silly of me to say that. But can I watch it easily? I I can. Um, you know, it's, it's sick. It's the same. <laughs> it's like the same thing in terms of like you know watching something like Killing of the Sacred Deer or something like that. It just uh, um, I don't know about that. What do you mean? What you're not you're saying that Killing of the Sacred Deer is easier? Uh, I can watch Killing of a Sacred Deer. You know, like there's a little more you know lightness to it like in some aspects you know well like, i mean you know, like well, funny there's nothing ever funny about what we need to we need to talk about kevin like you know there's never any like that's true. Re- there's, there's never any relief it's no, kind of just relentless you know yeah lynn ramsey's not about that comic relief at all you know like it's just but, but i do like that she keeps like the the music light that was weird like i was i, I really love that a lot because yeah. that was just like i mean i don't know you know that that sort of helps like it really because like you said it, it really doesn't pretty... it just makes it sound more deranged <laughs> you know like it doesn't bring anything like not not i'm not 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 necessarily to it but i mean it just makes it more like i guess more saying. like but uncomfortable, no it, you know? well, that's what it brings to it it brings that uncomfortableness mm-hmm. but uh, but i okay i mean yeah, I guess it's not easy to just throw on and watch. We need to talk. Yeah, about we're not. Kevin. I'm not just gonna like. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. But, we need but, to talk about Kevin right now. But that's you know most Criterion films, most important films nah. are not like that easy to just sit through and watch. Like, it's, I mean, we need to talk about Kevin. Literally, I mean, I don't know how many movies do you see where it talks about something like this, where you know it has that. And again, we do spoilers here. It it has that idea of like, so you know, he's just being like a dumb fucking like joker wannabe asshole the whole time and then at the end you see it you're just like oh yeah he's you just a that, scared DC? little kid he should have been the joker <laughs> <laughs> just like you're just like a scared little kid mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like you know at that end where he's just like he's just scared you know he doesn't have that like little grin on his face he's not trying to be like a smart ass yeah. he's just like right there he doesn't have some like cool you know when she asked him like why'd you do it and he's just like you know i used to think that I knew, but I really don't know. He doesn't have some cool like it's oh society. Like that, you know what it's I mean? kind of that thing when like uh, she gets the the computer disc, and she puts it in her in her computer, the I Love You CD, or whatever, and it like it's a you know like it's a it's yeah a, it's, a it's a virus or whatever, mm-hmm. 
you know like yeah she's like, snooping what, through his room like and finds, yeah. yeah and she's like what was the point of doing that and he's like that's the point there was no there is no point you know like and that's kind of like the whole thing like you know like when when he does the school shooting like you know that's the point there is no point but i don't i like but you have to ask yourself there kind of was a point you know because he's because he's crying for help or attention or something you know but he he just can't get it you know like why doesn't he kill like kill this one like his mom you know he kills his dad and his sister yeah well everyone I mean, else you know and like, also it's like you said he's really smart he knows that that's gonna punish her more than anything yeah than any than killing like, her. her living yeah. in all this you know yeah. that that's also what i thought you know he'll like, de- her dealing with that aftermath he'll her having to see him walk out smiling like that and mm-hmm. then go home and then see her like daughter and her and her husband like yeah, dead just, yeah. you know what i mean like he was just like yeah that'd be that's like way more horrific than just shooting her with yeah, an arrow then, yeah you know? they got peace kind of like the dad and the mom sort of you know i mean yeah. the dad and the sister sorry you know like i don't like i i don't know like it's still just trying to like what is like what is he really trying to like i don't know, like i don't know it's hard to like say what like you know what's going on in his head you know yeah and, and, I that, think, and that's and I fine think that's, that's like not kind of the point that's though. not that's not like a a nick at the film at all you know it's just me trying to really like you know no no get i get, under I get what you're the... saying no because a lot of people will think that when they mm-hmm. watch this that that'll be what you know that they'll wonder what so what was the point then you know what i mean and because because yeah. lynn ramsey gives you enough not enough but she gives you just like glimpses at what their life mm-hmm. was you know what i mean she yeah. gives you these certain moments yeah. you know what i mean and like it gives you these like glimpses of her being like well wait when I threw him on the floor that one time, is that why he shot up these people? Yeah. You know, when I, you know, when I, um, you know, when I like told him like, oh, hey, like before you were born, like I was, you know, happier. Yeah. Exactly. Was that why he shot up people? Mm-hmm. You know, and then it just like, but then she like sees those happy moments that she had with him. You know what I mean? And then she really, and then she sees him being like, oh, well, he loves his dad. Like he's all nice to the dad. Why would he shoot him? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. so confusing and so crazy. And, and that I, I think she doesn't you know what i mean she probably read that book and maybe the book might have answers i don't know i've never read it mm-hmm. but I, I think she didn't want like lynn ramsey didn't want to give any answers to you know what i'm saying she just yeah. kind of wanted to like point like just be like oh this no, is what that was that, yeah. and like uh this is um you know we we don't know what this is it, it's different all the time you know what i mean who who knows like was it the violent video games that he was playing you know but i've sat there and been like oh kill 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 die 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 you know playing video games yeah. doesn't mean i'm violent you know what i mean i've shot a bow and arrow i'm not you know not all you know not all good and crazy but you know i've shot a gun like that doesn't mean i'm violent you know what i mean but yeah. it it, it it's just one of those things where it's just like, well, also, he was also like a really just overprivileged, like little shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, it doesn't like, it's where like all that kind of gets lost. Like his anger, he's, he's still holding on to that anger, but it's kind of like the meaning is lost, you know? Like he doesn't know why he's doing it anymore. He's just so wrapped up in it. You exactly. Know? And that's, and that's actually what's really horrifying and what makes this a horror film. I mean, it's a, it's a horror, it's a horror film for mothers mm-hmm. if, or a parent in general yeah right you watch this film and you're just like jesus like that could be my kid i could just have a kid like this without even want you know what i mean mm-hmm. but also it's a horror film in that for society because i mean there are kids like kevin who don't know why they're trying to act like the joker and do this dumb shit but they're gonna do it anyway you yeah. know what i mean they're gonna cause pain and they're gonna hurt people and yeah. And but then when they're in jail, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I I don't know why. I'm sorry. Like I didn't know. I I don't know. Like I'll and like she said, she's like, "Oh, you're gonna be out like you know in two years. You're yeah. gonna be fine. And they are gonna all be fine. All those like crazy white people who do shit or white dudes like school shooters who are mostly white. I'm not just saying that they they're crazy people or just white people, but I'm saying in that sense, like school shooters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like young people who go and take guns and shoot." up like mass shootings it's you know usually like privileged white people and not always privileged actually sorry but just white people white kids and so in this sense hey, it's no like, one's better than ezra <laughs> <laughs> well that's good i hope anyway i hope everyone got that pun because uh check out better than ezra on spotify <laughs> and then listen to us yeah but this is like a great it just um it just shows that idea of yeah there there is no sometimes yeah sure maybe society sucks and it makes these people do these things but there are just people who are just there, there's no he had everything he could possibly want yeah. you know what i mean 
Like, even if he wasn't really getting, you know, sort of the love he wanted from his mother. That's the most important thing, right? I mean, sure, but, you know. But she tried, you know. She tried. And his dad was always, always, like, giving him love. You know what I mean? Like, he had love. It's not like it was, like, a broken home. That, like, you know, he he was home all the time. He didn't do anything. You know what I mean? It's like he ran away. Yeah, they never showed him with, like, any friends or anything like that. So, that's, like, something different. I don't, like, you know, like. A yeah, it aspect is, to it would be a different aspect to like the character or whatever. It would, but I, I'm just saying, like in terms of like these privilege kind of mm-hmm. like when you hear about these like sort of more so but privileged that, like uh, kids. But yeah, they that are do little that. shits because they're they have shits. everything they they yes. want and get. And they like, just you know? they're just like trying to be the Joker mm-hmm. like for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then once they do that, once they harm people, and then they're just like, "Well, what'd you do that for?" And it's like, "Well, you know what? Honestly, like I'm sorry. I'm really sorry." And everyone's like, "You know what? He looks sorry." Yeah. Like you know, like He's I. He's sorry I, this time. It's gonna be fine. He didn't mean to. Like, yeah. You know, like, like you know, he went. Like he when, was in when prison, she ru- when he fine. ruins like her room, you know, and paints all over the maps and all that stuff. Like oh, he said he's sorry this time, and like you know he, I don't know, like I don't know, he gives some like whatever like reasoning to yeah he tells uh, it like oh he, he wanted to yeah like I, I wanted to make it special yeah like yeah where where if she if he was there if John no he saw was his there, face and him yes. fucking singers. His shitty diaper, you know. Well, like, well, that's what I'm saying. If John C. Riley was there when she was like telling him, like, "Oh, like you know, you, I will make your room special." Yeah. Like he was just like, "You're an idiot." You could see yeah. his face. You can see him just be like, "Screw yeah, you!" He just has his angry. Look I'm gonna ruin him. this room, mm-hmm. you know. Like, yeah, but but to him, he could just be like, "Yeah." When she's not there, he can just be like, "Oh, I just she said that we could make the room special, and I just yeah. wanted to help." And you're gonna like believe that, yeah? You know why wouldn't you? You know? Yeah, exactly. And because he's a calculated psychopath, yeah, and he's yeah. little shit. And again, you know, as much sociopath, as sociopath, uh, right sociopath. That's yeah. yes, you're right. I think that's yeah. right. Word. No, no, no. He's both know. of them. He's yeah. both combine them both. Psycho, yeah. so, so, yeah. psycho killer, <laughs> all of that. Kiss to see. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so we need to talk about Kevin Mondo. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's really hard. Like, I know it's hard for you to watch. That doesn't yeah, make I it know. not good. I know. It's I'm that's why I said earlier, like when I prefaced like, you know, like the filmmaking is like incredible. Like, you know, Lynn Ramsey is like a really great director. Like Yeah, she's really literally sad like that. One she, of the greatest living directors of like, all time. Ratcatcher came out in ninety nine and then this comes out in two thousand like, you know, like Yeah, she was she supposed has, like to, one movie between she was supposed these to two? do yeah, she had one movie between these two, which is modern cav cavalier. Something modern like that, cavalier. Yeah. And then she did You Were Never Really Here with Joaquin Phoenix. And she was supposed to do, um, there's this movie with Natalie Portman called Jane Got a Gun, where she's like a cowgirl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lynn Ramsey was supposed to do that, um, and they just were like, we don't, like, you know, they mm-hmm. saw what she did, mm-hmm. she took that script and made it in this way, yeah. in the way she does, and they were just like, nah, we don't yeah. want that. That's insane. That just shows you that, again, the industry is run by guys, a bunch of men, mm-hmm. Yeah. Satan worshiping a men. bunch of Kevin's, yeah, a bunch of Kevin's, a bunch of guys, a bunch of Satan worshiping old men who mm-hmm. just want to bring women down. Because Lynn Ramsey is honestly one of the greatest directors working right now. She's better than all these, you know. Th- there's like guys who have like you know two films, and I was like, oh my god, like these are the greatest directors. You know, yeah. everyone thinks Zach, you know, Zach Snyder is a great director. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lynn Ramsey literally. But yeah, what? Uh, uh, you were never really here. I mean, I feel like. I don't know. I could watch that movie more so than this one. You, and I agree with that. And I'm not saying that that's. But that yeah, that's a, that's a that, that is okay. a dumb argument, and that's putting more. No, of no, I'm not. I'm not really trying to say that's a dumb argument, but it's just the matter of that taste, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah, because I could watch something like um, you know once and just be like ah, like that was hard to watch, but like enjoy it. You know what I mean and appreciate it. it. Yeah, you know like uh, Requiem for a Dream. You know, you know Requiem it's for good. A dream. Exactly. It, All you of know it's good. Aronofsky, <laughs> yeah. Besides the rest, I could watch the rest all the time. Yeah, wrestlers great. But, but yeah, Black Swan. All yeah. those I could I could watch them once. And be like, oh, yeah. damn, these are really good, but I'll never watch them again. Yeah, I don't you want know? to. Like, you just don't want to because you don't want to be in that headspace, you know? Yeah. And this, you're right. I guess this is a really bad headspace to be in, but these are horror films. This is yeah. our horror episode, Mondo. We're supposed yeah. to, you know? Yeah, yeah, I understand. We're, we're trying to do something else with the horror, you know? Like, it, it's just one of those things where, like, but there's a lot of, like, a lot of people like horror movies because they are kind of campy and fun and re- very rewatchable, you know? 
Sure, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know, it's just, I mean, this this first half of our horror uh, section, you know, you had the burbs, so that's kind of like a comedy kind of horror. Yeah, this one's kinda. more of the, like, psychological. Yeah. But, you know, next you're but doing... definitely, but it's like... Our next half is going to be the know, more, like, really horror, but, like, you know, Near I mean, Dark and Train to Busan, yeah, like, yeah. The, the more actual horror films, yeah. in a way. But, you know, you think of, like, Hereditary and, like, Midsummer and, Which, like... Which, you know, Hereditary obviously took a lot from Rosemary's Baby yes. with all the old, naked yeah. uh, white people and as hell. Satan Satan shit, yeah. yeah, I mean, which is you know, great. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Honestly, that's I mean, if uh, I love that movie. Tony Collette played Rosemary, you know, like it would have been like a totally different film. Like it would have been like, oh shit, like you know, like because Tony Collette in Hereditary is just like amazing, you know. Yeah, she's as, fantastic. As frantic I, you know, and like I mean, you know shit like that. But yeah, yeah, I see you know, what you're saying. But they're, they're they're different. They're yeah. a little different, you know. A little different, yeah. But I, I see but still, like, I mean, Hereditary is not a film I can watch all the fucking time either. You know, like, yeah, I get I'm... it. Yeah, you like Woody Allen, you want to go against Mia Farrow. <laughs> you saw the doc, you're all pissed. I get no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't like Mia Farrow in this role, but it's okay. I mean, no, in Rosemary's no. Baby, it's okay. But what I'm saying, in terms of, we need to talk she about Kevin. Kid. Does it belong? Yeah, I mean, in the Criterion Swin- collection. I mean, come on. Tilda Swinton's performance in this movie is like so great like she's like really like i mean you really feel for this mother this person like you know all of it you know like yeah, when she's trying she to get a, a great job, job of looking stressed you know, as fuck like you know like you know like and it's really like you know you see her like in jim jarmus stuff and like she's like you know like this totally confident person like you know this kind of like other being like you know not of this world kind or, of thing yeah you know? she's always kind of known as like that like some yeah. weird like oh she's gonna be in a marvel movie as like some weird yeah, thing or she's yeah. always a weird thing but like yeah i just know her this... from like michael clayton like that's where <laughs> i first recognized her really yeah I, I don't even, I, yeah i've never seen michael clayton but well, yeah. she was that because she was nominated for an oscar for best i think she won the best sporting actress and that's when i was first okay. like oh because uh, you know she does always like change and look different but yeah. when i when i first really noticed her when she was sort of like playing not a regular person, but more sort of like a down-to-earth person like this. She's yeah. not playing some weird costume, like, you mm. know, like a half-man, half-whatever. Yeah. You know, she's always playing something weird. Half-Swinton, half-Tilda, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, you anyway. know, yeah, she's a, she's a great actress. Like, I mean, she's a great actor. You know, like, what, like, why do you, like, you know, like, this film, like, really, like, shows that. So is Ezra know? Miller. Yeah, exactly. I, lo- I really like Ezra Miller. Like, I'm like. Yeah. Just you make- would because he likes to choke out women. <laughs> you've guys seen justice league he likes to choke <laughs> out women i mean i like I'm ezra it's like it's a joke, uh, it's a joke. mondo i know that, you yeah. what's that movie he was in is like something the gonzo or whatever you know oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about i just really recognize him from perks of being a wallflower that's when i first saw him yeah he's was like the yeah that's where that. i first saw him too but i saw the the gonzo movie after it was on netflix for a while or whatever but anyway like just just make a goddamn flash movie already so you can like be in films you know like again <laughs> like well it's just, like, i mean i don't like, want to yeah like, yeah he's like probably stuck in that contract his, like, right? he can't his, like his career is like on hi- hiatus because like they can't make well a i think they are filming movie. they're filming it right i, I think that's know. what's happening that's what like yeah he's literally stuck in like schedule limbo because yeah. he can't yeah yeah you know like it's that whole thing like you know and he's a really good i think he's a really good actor you know especially uh yeah especially after he had, you saw him choke out that girl <laughs> on that youtube video <laughs> but anyway like you guys know that tmz video i'm talking about right like, yeah girl, it's like in barbados where i they think at? it might <laughs> be fake that's why i'm bringing it up i don't think it's real oh, like really? i think it was like kind of like a like he knew who she was and it was like done to like make him look you know what i mean oh really but again i don't know and i'm not justifying it either way i'm just saying that's why i'm bringing up that's why i'm laughing at it i'm not laughing at the situation (laughs) you know we don't know yeah i don't know but i I I think it was like a hoax thing that's why he's not canceled or something you know what i mean yeah right he would have been because it was totally like yeah dc probably would have fired him right yeah like like, like immediately yeah yeah so i think it was like yeah so anyway sorry but yeah we need to talk about kevin Tilda Swinton is a great actor too, you know, yes, and Lynn's Ram, Lynn, John C. Lynn Rowdy, Ramsey, baby. he's is, perfect. Is a great film director, you know, like she yes. really like has something to bring to the to the medium, you know, like it, like she doesn't give you all the facts, she doesn't give you all the backstory, like it's something like you know, like especially that birth scene when she's having the baby. Yeah, like when she's having Kevin, it looks like a horror film. It yeah, looks exactly. Horrifying. Like they're telling her like you're holding on to it, but it, you know. But you watch the movie and you know it's Kevin kind of like 
yeah. like fucking with her like from the yeah. very beginning like you know like, like he's giving her more pain for yeah. a reason like yeah. he's not coming you're out to feel this yeah. you know like you're gonna re- like you remember this you know like because when she has uh, their daughter like it's nothing like that you know there's no like right kind of yeah like, yeah you it's know, very like, it's very easy it's very smooth she's normal i mean you know yeah. she's she loves everyone she's very yeah. you know she's just a normal little girl yeah, yeah. yeah she even loves kevin you know kind of as much as he is a dick to her and how yeah. how he tells her she's stupid and stuff like that you know like yeah. from a very young age and like you know that that's you know that it just shows the character of kevin and stuff but i mean obviously lynn ramsey is criterion worthy you know like it's her like it's tilda swinton it's all that you know like it's not oh it's her it's swinton yeah it's it's miller yeah him choking <laughs> out a girl <laughs> it's c riley you know like Hell it's yeah. all these things you know like it's just like that red, it's a different movie like you know like you watch this movie and you know that obviously it's not an american film like it's not like you know like it's not some big like budget film you know like they really do they really work with what they have you know and it's taking and, that like subject matter seriously yeah. it's and not they really to make and it, they really show like you know the shot trying to make it like die hard like or, you know school like, shooting like the shots mean something you know like the whole beginning like with the red and like every her frame, like every feeling frame. like you know like she feels this other way you know like you know like she's happy and like euphoric and then the whole time she's like cleaning her house like and, you know, and scraping that, off like you know the window with the razor blade and scrubbing the floor like but you know. that beginning where where, where we t- with the tomatoes where she's like with all the you know the tomato fight where she's yeah. in france or whatever they mix in the audio of the school shooting yeah it's like you hear those horrific screams while she's like having but it's like barely there yeah like you know what i mean like yeah it's one of those things where like yeah it's like it's confusing your you know like your habits you know you, you feel something with this but like it's tarnished with something else that's ha- gonna happen you know? exactly you know and that 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 red's you know, always there you know that violence just, is always creeping up it's on like you. you know and that's just good filmmaking you know like they she knows what she's doing lynn ramsey knows what she's doing and i can't deny her not being in the cult you know okay so the movie's in the movie's in yeah you guys heard it, heard it here first on the live stream if you're on the live stream you know you're getting this information first but it's in and that's uh it makes sense because um you know again like you said she's a fantastic she's already in with rat rat catcher yeah. she already has one in there so um i wish it was available. that's being re-released right i it? hope so i, I really hope was. so or not oh I, i'm not sure i don't know if it's like a for sure I thing thought it was getting on blu-ray or whatever i hope i really hope so because it's out of print yeah and so we need to get that on we need to get it on streaming because I want to watch that film. You all want to watch it. But you also watch We Need to Talk About Kevin. Because we need to talk about everyone's Kevins. You know? Well, everyone's <laughs> got a Kevin. And we got to yeah. talk about that. We got to talk about him. We got to sit him down. We got to be like, hey, look, I get it. But, like, tell me what's really going on. You know what I mean? Don't do this. You know, let, let's talk things out. That's what people got to do. And that's what I feel like this movie really... Has, especially that scene where he talks about, you know, like uh, Tilda Swinton takes him to dinner. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's just like, and he's just like, oh, okay. Like, let me guess. Now you're going to ask me what bands I'm into. And like, oh, if there's like a girl that I want to like sleep with. But then yeah. you're going to tell me, oh, like, you know, I don't want to say don't rush anything. But you maybe should wait till you're 18. And then you're going to get, finish that bottle of wine yeah. and get all doughy eyed. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. So yeah. if you have a Kevin in your life, don't just do that. Don't just give them the the basic, hey, how are you doing? Hey, Bob, like really sit down, talk to them, really listen to what they have to say, really figure that, you know what I'm saying? And I think this movie really shows that's like the point of that. You got to really like, you can't just like, there isn't, you can't just give that basic love to a child or anybody or just like, yeah, hey, how are you? I asked how you are. So that should mean that I, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? We should like really talk and speak to each other and figure that out because he was just a scared little child. All the shit that he did, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, Lynn, Lynn Ramsey, one of the greatest to ever do it. She belongs in the Criterion Collection. She's in, well, she was already in, but she's in when we needed to talk about Kevin. I mean. Do we need to talk about Kevin more or do we talk about it enough? No, no, I think that was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're closing it out. That was my closing thoughts right there. Yeah. I'm down for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you guys joined the live stream, thank you guys for watching us uh, do this thing. Uh, this is our second halloween episode um but we're gonna get real spooky 
these next couple next episodes. What are we doing next uh, next round, Mondo? What do we have? Uh, near Dark and what? Oh, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's oh. right. You guys didn't know that Francis Ford Coppola had it on Criterion, oh. but it's a laser disc, so we're bringing mm. those in again. Those yeah. count, yeah. So the, that's gonna be yeah. a really fucking. That's when we're gonna really start the um, like the horror movies. You know what I mean? We're gonna really yeah. get into the the vampires and the and the zombies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, here you... it's more like a psychological horror. Mm. You know the the old uh, white people Satan horror. And then, you know, we had your burbs, you know, that's yeah. kind of more of this, like, uh, you know, scary neighbors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, burbs and eating our wolves. Yeah, burbs and eating our wolves. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow me at Young Jane Fonda and at Criterion Cold Pod on Instagram. Follow, mm-hmm. like, do all that stuff. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please tell your friends about the cult. Make sure they join. You don't have to pay any money to us ever. You just gotta watch Not more everybody. films. <laughs> well, eventually, once Maybe we start giving, day. once we give better content than this, yeah. But we just want you to watch more films. That's all we're trying to do yeah. right now. That's what we're getting started. Mondo, where where can we find you? you can find me at uh, save underscore Mondo on Instagram. All those things, you know. Yeah, check us out on Letterbox. We're gonna try to get into that more. We're gonna tri- we're gonna start. Oh, uh, this will come out after, but we're doing. But for the live stream people. Oh, there we're we go. We're doing a 31 Days of Horror. We're going to watch a horror film every day of October. So check that out on... And we're going to like post on, our on, little yeah. reviews. On so our, on Instagram, check out the stories on Instagram. We're going to be watching films 31 Days. We're going to put our list out... Um, probably well, tomorrow. Yeah, Thursday. tomorrow for the live stream people. Yeah, October 1st is Friday. And so we're going to put out our little reviews. But the first movie is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We're going to start off with the classic. So, so. if you want to watch that, watch that. Get ready get, for that. Get ahead. Get uh, a head start. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, please like, share, all that stuff. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.